Listen up, Spartans. This mission is extremely dangerous. In fact, you may not make it out alive, but our objective is all that matters. And what's the objective, Lord Orem? Infiltrate the Angel Army base and detonate a small atomic weapon. A dirty bomb, sir? Like the Canadian mission back in the day? I have no use for nostalgia, Spartan Edwards. On the other hand, you will have some nifty gadgets that will help you in this mission. What's this? It's a special breathing apparatus. These are implanted deep in your nostrils to keep toxins and poisons from hindering the mission. And these, these act as both comms and atmospheric readers within a 50-foot radius. How far into the Angel Army base do we need to get? This bomb is much more precise than the one we used in Canada. If you can reach the center of the camp, that will be ideal, and it should not affect us over here. Copy that, sir. And Spartans, the King and I are immensely grateful for your service. Tell the King we're proud to have served our country and our King. May God be with you, men. All right, let's go. Edwards, don't risk it. Set the detonator down. It's not bombing time. They're closing in. Damn it. We'll have to manually detonate it. No time time. They're closing in. Jack, what's wrong with you, man? What happened? And where is Edwards? Edwards is dead. I have a message for the king. If you don't surrender now, the blood of your army will soak the sands of the desert for 1,000 years. And you will die at the hands of your most trusted servant. Kingdom Radio Theater. Are you a fan of the rise of King Asylus? Do you find this epic story entertaining? Well, we've got some great merchandise for you. Hi, I'm Angelica. I'm from the podcast A Little Bit of Everything with Me. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash King Asylus and choose from an assortment of t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, stickers, and much more. The King of Silas storefront has something you'll love. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash King of Silas. That's t-e-e-public.com slash user slash King of Silas today.
The king was deeply disturbed by the message delivered to him. He met in private with Lord Oreb to discuss the matter. Oreb insisted there were other things they could try to infiltrate the Angel Army. But Asilas said it was too risky to infiltrate, and time was of their essence. For every passing moment made them more vulnerable. Oreb was perplexed by the king's demeanor and asked why they were becoming more vulnerable. The king stood and stared into the distance for what seemed like an eternity. He was apparently in a trance and unable to speak. In his trance, a vision was animating before his eyes. There was massive destruction and blood spilling for miles around him. Vultures circled above and headless riders from horseback rode past, drenched in blood and kicking up mud as they rode by. Suddenly, his trance was broken as Orb's voice pierced his vision. Your Majesty, for the love of God, snap out of it, sir! Your Majesty, sir! My apologies, Jeremy. I couldn't break my train of thought. I would be lying if I didn't say I am extremely alarmed by your words and behavior, sir. What's happening? Why are you becoming more vulnerable? We all get a little older every day, Jeremy. We all find ourselves becoming weaker with each passing moment. Once we reach a certain age, we only decline. I'm much older now, my friend. I can no longer fight like I used to. I am an unforgivable man. I've done too much evil in this world. I see that now. I have powers, yes, but without those, I am a weakening old man. No, I don't believe it, sir. You are the most powerful man in the entire world. That was true for many years. It is still true, Your Majesty. You can and you will lead us to victory in this war. And you will have dominated everything on this planet without ever being questioned as to your might. You will be remembered for the remainder of all human history. I wish I could believe that. I believe it in my heart of hearts, sir. But I can no longer do anything without being filled with rage. No, my king. You are stronger than ever. You are our king, a just king. There is no question about this, and we will win this war because of you. You believe something that cannot be true, my brother. I cannot defeat the Son of Man. And furthermore, I'm not meant to. No, snap out of it, sir. Are you still in a trance? You will lead us through this. Say you will. Well, now that we're fueled up, we can probably get through most of Tennessee and refuel again to drive straight through Missouri. Lucky we found that gas station when we did, babe. Hey, how long do you think it will take us to get to New Eden? Honestly, if we don't have any resistance and drive all night, we should be there by morning sometime. <laughs> but I'm gonna need one of you to take the wheel for a little bit. I've gotta rest. I can drive for a bit. I pretty much slept the last few hours anyway, so I'm good. Oh, that is a relief. I'm not so sure I can drive this thing. Oh, speaking of relief, when you guys stop to change sides, I need to use the bathroom.
Okay. Do your thing, Princess. We're out in the boondocks, so it should be safe. I'll just be a minute. is out there. It was watching me. Let's get out of here quick. (laughs) Oh my. What the hell is so funny? It could be cannibals. (laughs) It's just a cat. Well, that out there doesn't sound like a cat to me. Okay, let's get going, babe. I'm a step ahead of you.
As the sun rose over the fields of rock in Kansas, Cody and the girls were fast approaching New Eden. The roads were eerily silent. Princess Monica and JJ kept their eyes in the far distance, hoping to see the first glimpse of the Grand Castle. The roads leading to the world capital, once pristine, were littered with bloated dead bodies. A stench hung like grey fog in all directions. However, in the castle, Prince Jacob was fast asleep. It was the first time he had slept comfortably for more than 10 hours straight. And in his deep state of sleep, he found himself in the wedge between reality and the surreal. soon find you, Jacob. Then I'll get my guns loaded. You will do no such thing. You will forgive her and welcome her back. Why? She betrayed me. She betrayed my father and the entire kingdom. My son, if you love me, you will forgive her. She bore you a son, just as I bore you. And I forgave your father after everything he did to me. You forgave him, Mom? For what exactly? I forgave him for sending me to the other side. So, if I can forgive him, you can forgive Monica. Mom, I miss you so much. Please, please don't go away. Mom, please come back. Well, there it is. Somehow, it looks less grand than the last time I saw it. I bet there's still a ton of food in there. I'm starving. We could probably just walk right in. There doesn't seem to be any guards. place looks deserted. Hey, Princess, where are you going? My old room. You two go head on into the kitchen. I'll meet you there in a bit. Babe, do you have any idea where the kitchen is? Not a clue, but we'll wander around until we find it. Look at this place. It's so incredibly beautiful.
I've played this moment in my head so many times. And now looking at you, laying there so peacefully. I've seen your face in my dreams every night, to the point where it was starting to feel like we never actually parted. And we were a family. Finally, seeing you in our bed, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's like I'm actually seeing you for the first time. Huh? Monica? How did you... What are you doing here? I... I... I made some friends. Um, they're here too. Please don't hurt me. Well, <laughs> okay. Come here. God, I missed you so much. I could only imagine how good it would feel to be back in your arms. It's better than I could have ever possibly dreamed. Rise and shine, my friend. Oh, um, so sorry. Brittany! Oh, hey, Monica. This is Brittany. Brittany, this is my wife, Monica. Nice to meet you. I was just bringing the prince and breakfast. Thank you, Brittany. Just put the tray over there. Thanks again. My apologies. I'll leave you two. Um, Jacob, who the hell is she? Are there any calls, Mr. Producer? You asked me that yesterday, and the day before that, and the day before that, there haven't been any calls for over a week. America's number one source for news, with Tom Novak. We continue our discussion on the state of the kingdom and bring you whatever news we are made aware of. We are unsure of how many people are still out there listening. So if you are listening and have access to a phone, be sure to call into the station and tell us what you are experiencing out there. As of right now, we have no sponsors, so we are commercial free. To kill the monotony, we're putting together blocks of music. So in the next hour, we will be bringing you a block of music from the 2030s. Classic tunes. Doesn't seem like that long ago, does it? We did receive some communications from our contacts in the Middle East that the king, the entire American military, and some others, some have dubbed the Demon Army, they've all convened in Megiddo. Once again, it seems like the king is hell-bent on bringing the apocalypse to the world. But before we get into any of that, let me just say after that horrible incident involving General Sherman yesterday, I do feel somewhat better now. I may have sounded shaken up, and I was, but today I have a better grip on matters. Isn't that right, Mr. Producer? Yeah, this is a crazy world we're in now. We thought it was crazy before, but ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the end of the world. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I think it goes without saying that we all have to prepare for the end of the world. If you still aren't convinced it's happening, I don't know what it will take, honestly, because what's going on right now is nothing short of hell. Rise of King Asylus, Episode 77, Forgiveness is God's Business. Starring J.V. Taurus as King Asylus. Steve Fisher as Lord Orreb. Victor Mapp as Spartan Edwards and producer. Austin Beach as Cody Valentine. Amanda Haggist as J.J. L.A. Bonet as Princess Monica. Dominic Notero as Prince Jacob, Meg McDonald as Queen Rebecca, Jacqueline Noel as Brittany, Don Rudzinski as Tom Novak, and narrated by Sergei Brazhnikov. This episode features the song Wolves by The Understudies. Click the link in the show's notes and download the music of The Understudies on bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasilas.com for a full list on our Season 6 episode page. Hello, Aria. Did you want Don't to listen in on me and Rock enjoying ourselves? Don't encourage Should you. I describe to you what we're doing um, right now? Picasso, <laughs> what's going on? Let's see. Look, these wind shells document anything you do in order to banish the spirits. I don't banish spirits. I'm fixing the tango. Of course, we can't open a new hole into the Aetherweb every year. But spirits aren't always bad. Are Those they? are exactly the reason tangleweeds happened in the first Akasar, place. I'm sure Rocka knows how to get through a water gate without disrupting the magic belt. So what happens when there's a hole in the weave? Does magic <laughs> pour out? It is already broken! Let more of air into this world. I'll destroy Wait, every no, single no. one of them. You've had enough already. I will kill you, you filthy Whoa, 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 come down, Kaka. Try it, fellow jester. God, ferocious rune master. Your friction will grind the weaver twain. <sighs> Yarta. In moments like these, I wish I could see the runes. What's wrong, Raka? Is that Tangleweave maybe too difficult even for someone as great as you? Counterbalance. A high fantasy audio drama. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts from. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2022. I'm Levi Reed, and stay tuned for episode 78.